Welcome, 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 everybody, to Becky Left the Chat, scheduled for one fall. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hi. And we are here today. First of all, Jen, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you feeling about the SummerSlam you never thought you were going to see? I feel like I'm going to see it. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. Do you feel like... um, So this week we're going to cover... August 15th, 22nd, and 29th. So it's the three weeks that lead into the SummerSlam, and then our next episode will actually be the SummerSlam episode. So having said that, do you feel like as a body of work, before we get into the individual events, like they did a good enough job of uh, hammering home with these promos, like why these people are (laughs) going to be in matches? Like, do you think they did a good course correction? What do you think? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, do I think they did a good course correction? You know, it's weird because we're watching it so fast. Like, we're covering three weeks in one episode. And we're only watching the superstars, right? We're not right. watching Challenge or Primetime because it's really hard to find those things. Um, so, I don't know. No, I, I don't feel... I feel like it's being shoved down our throats. But I also feel like... We're also on a fast track. Yeah. Um, and I feel a little bit guilty about it because in my mind, in my heart, I'm like, okay, we just got to get through this and then we can get to Monday Night Raw 93 and we can do this week by week and we can have so much, you know, content for each episode because we'll have multiple things to talk about. We'll have superstars. We'll have Raw. Um, and it's kind of like not, I feel like I need to just enjoy this part instead of just trying to, you know mentally get to the next part (laughs) well i mean i i think we were talking about this this is kind of like you know these are kind of like our dark matches a little bit they're out there but they're not really ready for uh prime time as they say and we'll be enjoying ourselves when we do get to the raw that's kind of the first thing we did when we started rewatching all of our stuff i think we started in like 91 but all we did was just watch the like pay-per-views so it was only like four pay-per-views and then we went with raw and then watching the pay-per-views. So the first few years, like, obviously you're watching Raws. I mean, it does take some time, but it goes pretty quick. Um, more now, so more once they add, like, eight or nine. Once they add the in-your-houses, then it slows down a little. Um, but this is pretty exciting as, like, a preseason because uh, they really did a... I thought they did a pretty decent um, course correction leading up to SummerSlam. And it's nice to watch that because we watched the SummerSlam out of context. That was one of the first things we watched, I remember. It was the summer. Because we wanted to see the Brad Davy Boy match. So we didn't really see all the lead up. Well, we started. Huh, maybe we did watch it at. We started in 91 at that SummerSlam. And then we just watched the pay per views until mm-hmm. we got to 93. Which would have been. And this- that was when we, you know, because we started rewatching it so that when we started the rewatch podcast, we'd it would be fresh in our minds. Um, right. So when we which did, unbelievably, it's really not anymore. Like I feel like I'm I was gonna say when we going when blind. we did the SummerSlam in SummerSlam in '91, then that turned into the Survivor Series with Randy getting bit, then the Royal Rumble. Yeah. No. It, and then yes, the, yes. so I mean, like we're we well, quickly because went we out have of a lot of secret episodes because I really wanted to start with um Randy getting bit by the snake. Yeah, we we recorded a lot of stuff talking about that. Uh huh. Um. But I don't think we're ever going to release it because it is probably, I mean, terrible. But, you know, you never never say never. People may listen to this and then, you know, someday get a big listening group and you're like, oh, I do a Patreon, do the uh, shitty old episodes and roast them. Go. There's the can. That means it is. That means it's officially time. It's officially time. To start talking about this. But no, you're right. I think they did do decent i think i'm not being very fair i guess they did a decent job um just really hammering in macho man and warrior even where they have them in that that tag team against um the beverly brothers Mm -hmm. oh no i'm sorry it was the nasty boys Mm -hmm. that was on um i think that was a challenger prime time so we didn't see if they show clips and then you know how they get into a fight or whatever you know I think the only two matches, because if Razor, I, I don't, I don't think he goes to SummerSlam. Mm-mm. So, you know, Tatanka Berserker, they really didn't do, cut any promos for that. But well, I'm pretty sure that's a dark. That's not exactly because I was going to say all the rest of them. They they managed to get at least one promo. You know, there's like one Nails Virgil promo. There's like two LOD or three LOD promos. There's like two Earthquake promo. You know, so like they managed to get everybody some promos. So they managed to 
everything's some juice. A but, bunch of like Money Inc. promos. Yeah. I mean, they managed to get all the stuff. Obviously, we're going to talk here about a bunch of Macho Man Warrior stuff because that, that headlined. Um, Tons of Heart Family. Heart Family promos, drama. Which are my favorite. Which I makes really, sense. I enjoy the... Um, the angle they're doing with the pretty boy match with the no mm-hmm. face touching, which we're going to talk about, which is so incredibly silly, but I think it makes it a little bit more fun. And a lot of these things that I feel like come out of nowhere and feel a little bit like beef stroking off, like yeah. we talked about, um, they're really trying to make some sense of it. And yeah, I appreciate it. In in this weird SummerSlam of two face face matches, one heel heel match, which is almost unheard of to have that many matches that are on the same, you know, people, the opponents are on the same side but um yeah well we'll we'll break that down when we get to our SummerSlam report <laughs> when we get to our event center yeah when we get to our event center which will be uh <laughs> after we run down these matches so two weeks the 15th and 22nd were in uh worcester mass july 20th they were filmed and mm-hmm. then the third props for uh, saying that right for all the worcester. all the mass holes out there will definitely appreciate that and i say that lovingly and then the third one was in uh i think it was actually in alabama and that was filmed august 10th let me double check. Oh, the one on the 29th? Yeah. So I know we, we were talking about it because there is something that happens at the end of one of the matches here that we were like, oh, wow. And I see you got it on the board here. Um, but we'll get to it. Yeah, that one was in Alabama, August 10th. So we'll just get started. We'll run down the, the, the matches real quick here because, again, all of them were just, you know, set it to, they were using them in order to cut promos during and, and around them, which you guys know if you've watched Superstars. But the first one was Bossman Skinner, like a real match, lasted three and a half minutes, and Bossman was clearly fine, because if you remember, the weeks before, it was going to be Bossman Nails. So there's no explanation why it's not Bossman Nails, it's just going to be Nails Virgil. There's right. no actual real, because we saw Bossman. I mean, they definitely play up the angle that Bossman and Virgil are very good friends, and that's why Virgil wants to fight uh, Nails, but it doesn't... Doesn't yeah. make sense. They, and, doesn't try. Vince does comment on how Big Boss Man's definitely lost some weight mm-hmm. since uh, his, you know, his <laughs> encounter with Nails. But I mean, I, I think he's really he's really just trying to make you think that there's something going on, which there just isn't. Then mm-hmm. we had uh, Kamala because they're hyping up the Undertaker angle uh, against Joe Steele, the Undertaker against Chris Duffy again, back to back, cutting promos about each other, Money Inc. Uh, beat Jerry Stevens and Tim McNeeny and Razor Ramon beat Jim Powers. And we got some nice, you know, what is that Razor's Edge? Razor Ramon uh, continuing his undefeated streak. Nothing really, because um, I think I think we're going to run through the matches first. Nothing really stands out, the same kind of, you know, matches we've been seeing. So we're going to do that, and then we'll we'll get into, you know, some of the promos that were cut during it. Just because, again, the matches were just used to continue these things. Um, the next one, August 22nd, was the Repo Man and the Beverly Brothers. It was them versus Jim Duggan and Bushwhackers. Yeah, it was a six-man tag. That was a four-and-a-half-minute match. Jen, I have to say, I really enjoyed when the crowd was chanting USA, which was strictly for Hacksaw Jim Duggan because the Bushwhackers are not from America. Yeah, it's the best. And on the second time we went through, it was really, it's, really good. It's the it best when that like, happens. What? It's like, like they're what, not... What? No, no. just <laughs> because not... they speak english does not mean they're american yeah, I'm like what like what are we doing and so everybody's just cheering for hacks so that one was fun yeah that was fun um papa shango against scott taylor now and and you know I, I'm, I'm gonna try Scotty to keep too Scotty too i'm gonna try to keep an eye out for this and see because i mean that was two weeks in a row that they did give us a quote-unquote real match like you had boss man skinner so like, hey, at least i know those people are right so we'll yeah to, we'll, yeah we'll no, to i was gonna i was gonna mention that too but yeah um Papa Shango against uh, Scott Taylor, which we said. Razor Ramon again with his streak against mm-hmm. Tony Roy. Bret Hart beat Richie Rich to retain his IC strap. Richie Rich. Macaulay Culkin. Nails oh, against really? John Armstrong, uh, to which he beat up John Armstrong pretty bad. Then there was a cool dark match, which was 17 and a half minutes. What? Bret Hart and Randy Savage against Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. Oh, that's the match we talked about. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, okay. So that's just when it's listed here. But that was all at that show, July 20th. So that was uh, fun. the match where we were like, damn. Um, two things of, n- of merit here with this episode, the August 22nd episode. So Papa Shango beats Scott Taylor, trying to do some sort of voodoo ritual, and Bret Hart comes out and stops it. 
Mm-hmm. So it's just important because of, you know, we mentioned before, just maybe these other angles that they're looking to get done. The other thing that I was going to say that was uh, important was Nails is really unhinged and he's going to come for you. <laughs> he's going to beat everybody. doesn't make any sense. Like he, like at least like maybe put like a vest or something over your prison jumpsuit. Or like just know. go to Walmart and buy Don't like a Don't they take those back? Like you get your prison jumpsuit when you leave? Like Not you, if you, you escape. Put that on your wall? Not if you escape, I don't think. I think then you get to keep it until you get caught and rearrested. So he's escaped? I thought he, no, he served his time. No, he served his time, I'm right. pretty sure. So I I'm, like, just kidding. I'm, I'm just like, kidding. I'm like, <laughs> if we're really doing an escape combat angle, you're asking doing... us to believe a lot. <laughs> I mean, what, listen, is that, is that really, is that really that far from where we are? You expect me to think oh, that on. that's that hold far? On. Hold on, I'm gonna, at this point, hold on. nothing's off the table. I'll put put a pin in that. After I run down these matches, I want to answer that question. I have an answer for that. So just... Okay. Just, okay. okay, good. So, w- this last one, we had Ric Flair against Joey Mags. But I just want to ask you one question before you continue. Yeah. You already answered this, but I already forgot. Um, were the first two episodes filmed at the same place or the yes. last two? Okay. Same place, and then that's why that's why this this okay. uh, prowrestlingfandom.com, That's why it ends with the dark match listed that time. Gotcha. Because we watched okay. it because that the show was. It's filmed good that you look at that website. I look at WWF old school, and they do it by the show that you see on TV, not by gotcha. the show that's filmed. So it's kind of cool that we each get a. I mean, obviously we watch yeah, it yeah. too, but like we have it differently. So. Remember what you're supposed to ask me. I I will. Tatanka against Pat Rose. He's still undefeated. Kamala versus Jeff Daniels. Again, we're doing the same thing. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Bret Hart holding on to, with his with his five moves, which I love all of them, holding on to his IC title. They're all great. <laughs> and Rick Martel against Jason, uh, Justin Taylor. This one, really nothing popped off. Nothing was fun except, you know, another Ric Flair match because he does entertain the crowd. Now, to answer your question, I feel like the thing about wrestling to me, especially younger, like into the new generation wrestling. Yeah, like we're still in the the tail end of the golden age right here, right? Because that, that's what it is. The attitude era. Golden era. You know, when we get there and stuff, the main difference of the attitude era is that these kind of gimmicks, they, you just kind of really live your gimmick in a way that's different because you're not really playing like a rigid character. You're just, you're, you're playing like a, you're, you're, they're all just. The fourth wall gets broken, so we're all, like, self-aware, and we're all in on this whole thing together, right? Whereas, right now, if I have to explain... Like, it, it's embarrassing. If you have to explain someone's, like, like gimmick, if it has to be, like, two layers away. So, in the case of Nails, it's like, well, he's a convict. But if it's like, if he's an escape convict, you're like, alright, well, then why don't they just take him away? He's right there. Why are we paying an escape? Like, he just loses it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Where do. it's like... Okay. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but it's also really for children right now. But so, to a Because I saw a child in the crowd crying hysterically at the sight of Kamala, and I said, oh, that's not good. Right. But, that child is terrified. But, Kuma- but Kamala is a Ugandan giant. He's a Ugandan giant. You don't need to say anything more. You see it, and either you're going to buy in or you're going to buy out. If, you, if Nails was an escaped convict, you now have to buy in that everybody's just letting an escaped convict Yes. No, I'm agreeing show, with you. I'm and a, it breaks the yes. wall. That, I think like, that my point was taken in a way that I didn't agree with you, but my point is, yes, you're, that makes sense. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, well, well when I said it was, that's too much, and you're yeah. like, wait, how? And I'm like, well, because, you know, I believe that there's an alligator trapper that's also a wrestler. And it's like, also okay. four children at yeah. this point, and then we just all kind of grow with it, right? Like, the kids this age... Um, because where one, the attitude era is really not for little children. Because once the like the Undertaker starts now as someone that's gonna like take your soul, but then when we get older with the Undertaker, he's literally like got uh, a posse. He's got his disciples. He's got all he's of his people sacrificing. He's sacrificing people, people, and you're like, I know when he was gonna bomb Stone Cold. I know. I I couldn't talk anymore. And you know, <laughs> but but the thing is, but the thing is, at that point, you didn't need to explain it because. The soap opera aspect had just, you you were living it. You were right, there living right. along with the silliness of the story. Whereas mm-hmm. right now, it's like, if I need to tell your story in more than two things. Right. If it's like, this is disgraced war chief, Tatanka. It's like, no, no, this is just Tatanka. He's a Native American warrior. That's Tatanka. He's here to represent all of the Native nations. All of them. Yeah. This is Skinner. He traps alligators. This is the Repo Man. He steals things. He certainly... He doesn't even steal things. He doesn't even steal things. He He, he repossesses them. But then he acts like 
he gets to keep them. And he acts like we don't know how repossession works. Like you take the thing and you get paid for delivering the thing. Also, like you don't get to keep my car. That's theft. (laughs) That's not how that works. Like I'm going to show up and take your car. Like, no, bro. He's actually a thief pretending to be a, a, a repo man. I say I think that's a different level. I think they just don't know how you know. He walks around so sneaky, like right. Well, because he's got a, so you don't know when he's I there, can see so they him. can steal it. The whole time, it. I can see him. Right. This okay. is this is like you know <laughs> very silly. Very silly. But you know, if you got to explain your gimmick in like three things, and I have to suspend belief twice, then it becomes like a to a factor. You are an escaped convict. Like, nah, man, just arrest the guy. Like, I'll buy that you were a convict, and again, I have questions about your clothes choice. But I'm like, all right, Spirit of Halloween. They had your size. You put it on. Like, we get it. I understand. Spirit of Halloween does not have that size, I'm pretty sure. That is the, uh, you know, triple XL large, okay? <laughs> he's a big guy. He's like 6'10". He's, he's yeah, like, he's a tall, he's a tall, tall guy. But, all right. Okay. That's the matches. There they are. We already alluded to some of the promos, but we'll run them down. So, every week we're getting, we're treated to Macho Warrior promos. They're cutting self-promos against each other, as well as we are getting the consistent who will Mr. Perfect side with, which we started talking about that last week, where we're just basically like, doesn't really kind of make any sense if he's, you know, I think you were saying if he's Ric Flair's manager, why does he want to, but Ric Flair also wants to get involved. So it really is just a, it's a scene. And I think the bigger part of the scene is that, you know, now to touch a little bit of the backstage stuff but it's like you know janet you did some research right and during this time period it seemed that rick flair was not going to be allowed to contend for the title they wanted to skew younger i think i read they wanted i read that somewhere and then i also read somewhere else that he had um inner ear problems but he i knew he had those in the future too so i don't know if he had that situation twice so he couldn't wrestle because he had some sort of like really bad inner ear problem. But okay. I don't know if that was then. I, I know that happened at, an, at another time too in his life, maybe a few months after this. Um, So I will read more about that and come back yeah. at you at SummerSlam. But I guess the idea was that um, for whatever reason, yeah. But wanting he, to skew younger is like you're staring at, you're staring down the barrel of three legends. But is that what it is now? And like, I don't. I haven't read too much backstory on SummerSlam yet. I'm planning to before next week's episode. Okay. Where we, you know, talk about the slam. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe they're they're trying to position themselves to skew younger. Because if they're really trying to skew younger, why are they having Macho Man face the ultimate warrior, right? Like, that doesn't seem like that's skewing younger in any direction. Wouldn't, you know? No, because because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Right. So if let's say they were going to let Ric Flair go, and if you're th- if you're just a viewer watching this, right? And so you don't know that. So if Ric Flair wins the title or loses the title, like if he wins or loses the title, let's say he wins and he's at that match, then who who are you going to have him drop the title to then? Yeah, it can't just be like right. a regular guy. Well, that's another thing also, is that there really wasn't anyone else for him to really contend with. Right. So they kind of were between you know rock and a hard place when it came to what to do with rick flair ultimate warrior and macho man there's really you know also if you are trying to sell out wembley stadium or get a big draw for wembley stadium obviously baby boy is going to end up getting the main event and well yes having two legends fighting each other Mm -hmm. versus rick flair who as we know from the beginning of our podcast we've we're getting close to the end of his journey here the wwf at this point but it started at the end of 91, you know, middle of 91. Obviously, he's been wrestling a long time. So yeah. if you're not following the WWF rant, he's not on your radar per se. It's only recent. But you know Randy Savage. He's only been there. And you know the Ultimate Warrior. A little so bit these guys there. have been there forever. So, again, here's an older guy in that spot. And then what do you do with the Warrior? Who does the Warrior fight? No, yeah. No, what I do you see, do with well, Randy? You know? I thought he was going to fight Papa Shango. But no, no, I, I see but what again, you're saying. You know, um, Papa Shango, I don't even think he was, he was there. But did you know that the, the main event for it's so weird. The SummerSlam main event is Macho Man Ultimate Warrior. But it's not the last match. The last match is mm-hmm. the Bret Hart Davy Boy match. It's just not billed as the main event. And I'm like, that's so funny. Like Well, because you can't you can't bill your top champions. And again, yeah. 
you know, that's uh, that's one of those, if you're coming there, you're coming there to see those guys because you know them forever. And then, of course, you know, you get to see your man Davy Boy and they're doing that for that audience. But, um, you know, on the promo side, tons of that, tons of, of this. We're getting weekly drips and drabs of how, you know, Diana Hart, the Hart family is getting torn apart by this icy bout. Oh, my God. I mean, this is this is the precursor to the Brett Owen feud in what 94 i mean this is like the precursor with getting all the family involved this is really laying it on thick i know it's getting me ready i'm getting excited um yeah. she is working on an emmy oh yeah she is like she's great here she is the best she's um, great for how silly the whole just the whole thing know, it's so Davey's silly. obsessed with 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 winning and and brett's adamant to hold on to the title and the family's being torn apart and i don't know what i mean it is so good if it's you so if if you watch this with the intention of just enjoying, like, the ironic comedy of the whole thing, because yeah. it's like who thought of this at, to be like you know, but they're just they were just trying to sell something. They're just trying to sell the match because it's like really like. But then everybody knows, so we're all in on the thing together. We're like but that's it's, cool. It, it's effective, at least to me. Like it's the most effective way to sell a match that makes no sense. There's no reason why Bret Hart. And Davy Boy should be fighting each other. None. So you've now created well, the that re- they are fighting. They're, they're, because he's the main contender. But they're. That's but he it. wasn't. There's no beat. I mean, it was Shawn Michaels. But what I'm saying is they're pulling it from the playbook of the Roddy Piper thing, too, with Brett. Because the one thing about Brett, at least right now, from when he went from again, and we watched him now in the single spot, the one thing about Brett is that he is such a good guy, but he's also like such. He's so Canadian that he has that Canadian bad boy energy, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, like he just feels like a, like a, like a, just not like a hockey player. Like he's just a tough, good guy, but he's not really a bad guy. So it's hard for him to beef with anybody unless they're really like a bad guy. You know what's funny? As we're rewatching this, I actually am starting to see him so differently. And that, yeah, no, he's always been like that super good guy. He's Bret mm-hmm. Hart, but he, did start as a heel, right? Yeah. And now that I watch him, I'm like, his ego is just as big as the heel ego yes. energy. Yes, he's just a good Canadian guy. That's literally it. But he's there's like, something he's just... very not Canadian about him. And I think it's maybe because his mom's like a New Yorker. I don't know. But he has an attitude about him that I didn't know. When I was a kid, he was my number one. He was my favorite. I loved him. But now on the rewatch, I'm like, there's something about it. your ego is huge. But it's huge. cool. But it's cool. It's very cool. It's cool because And that's maybe why I love him so much, because all, you know I like the heels. It all plays so well together because when he does wrestle, especially now with, with some of the stuff, and we were talking about it as we're watching, you know, and rewatching the SummerSlam here, which we'll be talking about next week. But just some of the other matches and some of them, they're very rhythmic. And it's like with Bret Hart, when he does a real match he puts on a really good match. Like, if you let him go a little, he really does entertain for a while. Um, some of these other matches, they, they're just not as good. And again, when Brett and Sean get together, we know how great that's going to be. Brett Undertaker stuff, Brett Diesel stuff, right? Because it's Brett Undertaker, I think, right? I don't know. I think they must have had one. I mean, they might not have, and I could be completely wrong, but that, I was thinking, then I was thinking Diesel, and I was just thinking, I know he gets with Razor here. You know, maybe, you know, tor- maybe towards the end... Maybe towards the tail end. When they're all contending for the title and it's like him and Stone Cold. Well, the, I really well, don't know. Because the, un- the Undertaker, Undertaker comes stays out of the... a face for a long time No, now. but he comes out of the <laughs> ring. That's right. So he's screwing around with their man. They're but he's screwing around with orbit. Diesel because he wants a title shot. So you're right. He probably does have some stuff with Brett. Something at some point. He doesn't just... want Diesel to win the title because he has a match with Brett. That's why. You're right. So he must. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm just saying a lot of those just, just as he goes, they, they end up, they, they put up a good match and, and it's good and it's enjoyable. And you could see the seeds for that. And maybe that's, you know, part of what this other stuff is. Because a lot of the other stuff, you know, you got the Bushwhackers and the, you know, we just talked about Bushwhackers, Beverly's, uh, you know, hype six man match. I mean, they just, they have a very quick, 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 you mm-hmm. know, simple and so it's uh, it's enjoyable to think that we're going to get to watch some of those good matches. Because he does have good matches. Him and Owen have good matches. They all have good matches. Oh, my God. Their WrestleMania 10 matches is unbelievable. Ah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. The Iron Man match, obviously. Um, then, you hate the Iron Man match. You know, I've, I've seen it a couple times, right? <laughs> the big thing I will always say about it, and I will say about it when I when I watch it again, 
And I understand, you know, the reasoning and what you said that, you know, they're just too good that anyone can pin them. But I, I just really would have liked like some like an interference and someone getting like, you know, a ca- like a count out or something. There's something. Just one they, one. They just one one. I agree. Just one no, one. No, I can agree with that. One one tie. We're so good that we tie. Right, but if they each lost, like one was maybe like you said, like a count like a count out, out and one or an was like a DQ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just okay. something, yeah. just something, you know, something along those lines. But again, it's still I, a pretty sweet match. Uh, what I what I don't want to do um, is rewrite history too much. So you know, we want to just kind of talk about I mean, it and, really and do it in our, in our own <laughs> way and, and go tangentially. So I mean, tangentially, I just think that would have been good because I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, uh, you know, my what is it, my. Uh, 13 year old 14 you know 12 year old self was was angry that this ended like that i was like on the edge of my seat right because you're Uh, the ending is i mean and i know that now we've skipped ahead to 96 here so we're gonna bring it back but the end of that match Uh, was really cool the way that they worked that we were on the edge of our seat they're like wait so who's gonna win who's gonna win who's gonna and so there's nothing as good to me anyway as a surprise sweet chin music an unexpected Unab- SCW. Unabashed. S-C-M. Speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. And going in, and going into another pretty decent match we might get at SummerSlam. We have some... We have Tiny Sherry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why does that happen? That's the only no time idea. I've ever seen this happen. I have no idea. In the event center. Is uh, it the event center? No, it's yeah, the SummerSlam it's, report with yeah, Mean Gene. Mean Gene. And he has this little... <laughs> this little, like, TV. This little sign next to him. And... Out pops a tiny little sherry, and he's just talking to this tiny little animated yeah. sherry. It's wonderful. And know what I really, and I found this a few times when he's interviewing Sherry specifically. This mean Gene is obviously a face, right? Mm-hmm. He's so nice to Sherry. He always like calls her sweetheart. Like he clearly has an affinity for Sherry, and I think that's like, I don't know. It makes my heart happy because normally like the 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 men that aren't heels are just so mean about her. And you know, I'm very protective over my Sherry. So That's your girl. no, yeah. but yeah. So he talks to tiny little Sherry and she's just all excited because, um, Sean and Rick agreed to her terms of the match where they won't hit each other in the face because she can't bear to, you know, see Handle either that. of their yeah. handsome faces hurt, which is funny because she's literally ringside all the time with Shawn Michaels and she never has that rule. So, Go figure, but I will say it makes this match very entertaining for me. Yeah. For you, I don't think so, but for me, I'm entertained. Yeah. So we had that. Yeah. Then, like I said, we had the other couple promos here, and we'll uh, we'll actually go to the studios. We'll go to the Jossie Studios, and we'll uh, check in with our own Sean Moody, and we'll talk about the SummerSlam beef stroganoff we got. Huh? You ready? What are you talking about? Let's let let's move on. Let's talk about the SummerSlam. I'm saying, you know how they would do the report. Oh, I'm like we're not so talking we're about go SummerSlam Jossie yet. Studios. That's until next week. Oh, you mean talk about the SummerSlam report? Report. Yeah, we'll run okay. down. Let let's let's <laughs> run down the matches. So nobody knows what a Jossie is. When you say Jossie Studio. We have to start somewhere. You tell them now, and then they'll figure it out. Okay. You know, maybe maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll have you draw up one of the Jossies there, like they're Sean Mooney. There are dogs. The Jossies are dogs. Oh, they're a posse. They're two of them. They're the Jossie Posse. They're, they're a tag team. Yeah. Weighing in at 100, <gasps> 104 pounds, the Jossie Posse. They are a tag team weighing yep. in at 104 pounds. Yep. Who do you think gets the hot tag? Uh, Lena? Definitely. <laughs> 100%. So, um, having said that, here's a little pot of beef stroganoff we've been cooking up. We got the Macho Man versus the Warrior, which we know. Promos out there. They're wonderful. There's like 10 minutes of straight promos in the mm-hmm. August 29th episode. It literally just does. It's just them talking. Oh, yeah. I don't need. I can't pay attention. It's no, no, it's wild. It's wild. It's it's you have to be really high to really just sit there <laughs> and just go into that world with them. Oh. Uh, then we had Brett and the Bulldog again. We've got all the promo work for that. Sean and the model Rick Martel. Same. Mm-hmm. Taker and Kamala, they've been cutting their promos about how one's going to eat the other. It's out there. Natty D's. Yeah, I'm really, like, I don't like the cannibalism thing. But yeah, okay. I'm not, not yeah, a fan. It's not, it's not great. Natty D's and the Beverly Brothers. That's the tag team title match. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There's really, it's no. just there because it doesn't make sense because it should be money in. But 
Virgil and Nails. Mm-hmm. Also. Doesn't make there. sense. Yep. LOD and Money Inc. They've had their few promos, which again, I, I guess I can go back when we talk about this card in a minute, but mm-hmm. Repo Man and Crush. Repo. And then our dark match, Tatanka and Berserker. So, I mean, the only thing I... Well, we I... don't know that's a dark match at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. that's what's up. But they haven't really cut a ton of promos, but that's what we were told. Because the Berserker was on track for to fight The Undertaker, I think. That's what it looked like before. They had that yeah, feud t- where he's Tatanka was with Martel. Yep, Tatanka was with... So... Who is still, still rocking his feathers. Still. Still cutting with the feathers. So maybe they're just, I mean, and I don't know. I, maybe they're just riding this out and they're just going to keep that feud for after SummerSlam. We'll see. Yeah we'll, we'll, see. yeah, we'll have to check in. But this is the matches we have. We have, we ran it down before, but we have face and a face at the top. Macho and Warrior. Face and a face. Brett and the Bulldog. Heel and a heel. And Sean and Rick Martel. I would say Undertaker face, I think, still from helping... He's he's gonna be a face now for but a with no real like reasoning to fuck with Kamala so face heel okay Natty D's he, face their faces now yeah 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 face yeah because remember they left Jimmy Hart no you you know what it was I'm seeing Natty D's and every time I see Natty D's for real I should just write natural disasters I Natty think D's. nasty boys so I'm like <laughs> me too which is why I have to stop writing it that way because I'm like Natty D's I'm like mm. I do too you know you you should just put E and Q and then I'll know. Uh, EQ and on the earthquake. Um, Virgil and Nails. Heel in the face, but... Yeah, the rest yeah. of them all face and nails. Yeah. yeah, the rest all are. But, like, here's a fun... Here's a fun question. Okay. Macho Warrior. Mm-hmm. You have to put one of them in a heel position. Who do you think... Macho Man. I agree. Like, it's, like, it's just... With, I'm talking about, like, that's from, easy. like, what's happening right now. At that's this easy. Time. Yeah, and he's also been like a heel mm-hmm. before. It's, that's easy. I Warrior might have been too. I don't know, but yeah, okay. Um, Brett and Dog right now at this moment, SummerSlam at this moment, not you know forever. Who, Wait, so who, who comes out of this as a heel? Who looks more like the heel right now in these promos? Oh well, it's Bret Hart as the heel because he's uh, because he's going to England. Right. He's also coming off a lot more <clears throat> cocky than British Bulldog. I'm right. gonna say a lot more angry. Uh, Sean and Rick Martel, who do you think comes off more like the face? Sean. Barely. Really? Yeah. I think Rick. I'll tell you why. Because they're making it seem like, for whatever reason, that Sherry is going to, like, go to Rick Martel. And Rick Martel already comes off as a heel, so then you kind of feel bad for him that, like, Sherry's going to leave him for Rick Martel. Because you're you're like, that's Rick Martel. So you kind of feel that he's the face? You're right, and... I mean, obviously, we're not talking about the SummerSlam right now, but there is an incident that does make it feel like that even more during their match. Well, they winked at each other at whatever other match, too. Yeah, so but, they've been yes, setting that that's up. Right. And then they, 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 and that they like, hugged well, each other. And then that's why they're not yes. going to punch each other in the face. Because um, she doesn't want that. So right. it kind of makes that... And I would feel like Shawn Michaels wouldn't stand for that bullshit. Oh. You know, he doesn't need that. I mean, the the natural disaster... Uh, well, no. Taker, Kamala again. Taker feels like it. Well, I mean, Taker and Kamala. All, all these other people are already heels and faces. But I was just interested in those three. But yeah, I guess I'll change... I guess you have uh, brought me over. Because I thought I thought Rick seemed more like the face. But I think that's just because I have the knowledge that he eventually, very soon, is going to be a face. At some point. Yeah. So maybe that's why I feel that way. Um, But you're right. I guess they are trying to make it seem more like... Because you do feel like Sherry's playing both of them. And, and I would say, too, in terms of making a card, I don't know if any of this is real or not. This is just, you know, conjuncture. But the idea that you did take the titles from Money, Inc., so it wouldn't be Money, Inc., Natural Disasters, makes a lot of monetary sense. Because when the first match happens at SummerSlam, spoiler alert, that you see, when you hear that money drop, and then they walk, the long walk to the ring, you're ready. And then the LOD come in, you're ready. And you're like, okay... So you couldn't have that be the title match to start Why? your show. You could start it to start your show. You could start it. Yes, you they could. weren't starting the shows like that. They with, were with a tag those. title match, absolutely. They could. I don't think so because then they WrestleMania have a really Nine starts card. with the Intercontinental match. Yeah, but I'm talking about this card overseas. Like you want to get everybody going, get everybody hype. I don't think it really. I mean, I don't know. I think it would have been okay, but we don't have to. 
It is. It does. I mean, again, I don't want to talk about it yet. But I just it does, feel like it, it kicks starts, off well. It kicks off really well. You're right. It does. Because if because if it started with, well, I said to you, I think every single pay per view should start with Ted DiBiase. I think <sighs> that they should bring him in now to WrestleMania 39, <laughs> first match, million just, dollar man Ted just DiBiase, just, just to start with that money, money, money. That's it. It's so good. It is good. <laughs> you know, but. Let's do a winner or winners, losers, our dress people, our money grab. First of all, I'm just get the money grab out of the way. Mm. This whole thing is sponsored by Icapro. Oh my god. Icapro. I feel like my life is beginning to be sponsored by Icapro slowly. You gotta Sicily, want it. Yeah. You gotta want it. So oh. we're at the Icapro Studios. <laughs> we're at the Icapro Studios right now. So that that was the thing. So that, that's the money grab. I feel oh, like god. the winner of the week, believe it or not. Again, <clears throat> I'm gonna give it to Razor Ramon because okay, Perfect and Vince McMahon were both shocked at the move that he did. I remember the first time I ever saw Razor's Edge as a kid; it was shocking because it didn't make any sense. It's wild. Nobody else did moves some crazy crucifix specifically like that in that way. It just it it, it it's actually it's a power move is what it is. And I, actually, as a kid, I felt like it was dangerous because I'm like. Really? Like, aren't you dropping him on, like, his, his, like, shoulder neck? Like, you could really... His shoulder neck? Right? Yeah, you, no, you, it looks you, bad. Like, it, look, it looks, like, it looks really, like, kind of, you know, technical in a way, but not, because it also looks kind of, like, brutal, because, like, why am I just going to, like, I'm so badass, I'm just going to pick you up and throw you over. Like, I'm going to show you how strong you I am. Yeah. I am really strong. I'm yeah. going to pick you up over my head and then just slam. Yeah, no. It's I think he wins because, like, they're all shocked by that move. And I'm shocked. And, like, all the everybody else here is just kind of, this is just, everybody else is in the Stroganoffs, too. He's he's not he's not even going. <laughs> like, they're all just kind of there doing their thing. What do you think? Who do you got? Mr. Perfect. True. That's all I care about right now. I'm watching this. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Where is he going? I'm going to be so invested in where the hell Mr. Perfect is going because I still don't understand, like, why either won't anyone, like, they're both faces and they're, like, I just don't understand the whole thing and I, I love Mr. Perfect. I loved him when I was a kid and I would really want to know where he was going. Like, okay. so that's it. Like, I'm just, I'm, he's, somehow, he has not wrestled in a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe over, no, about a year, right? And I am still, like, he's got me wondering, what is he doing? So there you go. Follow that up. Who's your loser? Hmm. My loser. I'll tell you who mine is. Okay, good. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, because not only did they lose that six-man tag match. He doesn't even get to go to England. I don't understand. I don't get it. He doesn't get to be on the card. Him and Slaughter were like a team. That was like a thing. Slaughter's gone. They were a team. That was a thing. Yeah. Then they just weren't. Well, Sorry, Hacksaw. At least he got a USA. I saw him live one one point when I was a kid. So. Did you? Yeah. I think at Nassau Coliseum or something. At some point, some house show. I think it was like for school. If I remember right. Like I think my brother... Like Boy Scouts or something. Maybe he was fourth grade, third grade or something. We all went. Oh, that's fun. Because I remember seeing Hacksaw Jim Duggan in like a four-man tag. Were there that, like, that was like other big guys there too? Or is he like the main draw? I don't... I I can't really... I remember there being like a, um, a wrestling thing at my high school gym. Yeah, they and did I at our gym too. I think yeah. I was in like middle school, but we went to the high school to watch... This and there was like one like name that I recognize of someone, but it was like an older wrestler and I don't remember and I I can't find the thing from it. Yeah. But. I mean they they had that by us too and, and they would do that and you know, the little touring shows, but I think we went to one. I think like Bam Bam Bigelow was there. I think like some of those kind of people were there. And maybe like one of the guys was there, or maybe two of the guys, or you know, you just don't know. And you know, it, it could have been it might have been around, like, this time, sort of, too. So it wouldn't even be, like, I could really... Rem- like, I just can't... Like, summertime? Oh, no, April. It's April. No, but I just or can't... Or do you mean August? I don't know what's happening. I mean, like, 91, 92, 93. Oh, like, oh, somewhere, oh, okay. You know, like, somewhere that I just... I can't really recall, like, exactly who might have been the big guy, but it might have been something that I didn't even... Re- like, you know, it could have been, you know, when it was Sean and Psycho Sid, but I just wasn't, like, there for... Th- like, I just wasn't... 
don't you present wish, enough for that? Don't you wish you had a camera like I do? Because I have those really cool well, we'll photos. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, Relax. I'm just saying, Take if you had ease. a camera, then you would know. You would know exactly. No, because at that point, I think it was I was either nine or like eleven. So I mean, I really wasn't that old. So it was either right. like now or it's like in two years from now. And either way, you know, at best, you know, because I wasn't <clears throat> when they first had Monday Night Raw, <clears throat> which we'll get to, and when we do our Raw preview episode. But I didn't, like, watch it because I was not old enough to be, like, awake that late and watching wrestling on, like, a Monday night. Like, I was, like, probably 10? You were 9. 9? 10? So, like, that No, you were 9 when it started because it started in January. So, you were 9. Yeah. So, like, it just, that just, like, wasn't a thing that I was watching. So, really, like, at best, I was catching some superstar stuff. So, like, I didn't know the storylines or whatever. By the time I'm like 11 or 12, then I'm watching Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it started, I was... <clears throat> like, I remember all the, like, when we were watching it, I remember the, the stuff with these. Like, I remember all of I it. Be like, I remember this, stuff, I remember yeah. this, I remember this, you know, and it would all just come to me as we're watching mm-hmm. the thing. I remember <clears throat> the beginning, too, though. I remember, like, the um, Manhattan Center and all that. Mm-hmm. So I... You must That's why it. I think I started watching it around now. I don't know exactly when, but... Because this is a few months before Raw starts, um, and I was in when it started. Mm-hmm. And I was 11, so, I mean, it would make sense that I'd be allowed to you know, stay up and watch Monday Night And it's funny, when we get there, and they're like, oh, new generation, it's like, yeah, because we were the next generation of it started of right after MacGyver ended, so I was already staying up late on Mondays anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, for me, I, there just wouldn't have been enough TVs that had a box, because yeah. I grew up with, you know, me and... Way back when, no. in the Stone Age, when we... No, like, I mean, no, it's, it's not Stone... It was just a different... It was just a different thing. Like, there was nobody that wanted to watch that. My brother didn't really want to watch that, or he would have been asleep because he would have got up earlier. Because he was like seven. The loser of the week is Paul Ellering because he has to walk around with fucking Rocco. Best dressed. So we didn't talk about too much this tag match where Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. were facing the nasties. Okay. Okay. Um, they show clips of this. It's from Wrestling Challenge, I do believe. Okay. Can you explain to the listeners Ultimate Warrior's singlet? I will, but I have bad news for you. I don't think he was the best dressed, but I will. Oh, it's my choice for best dressed. Okay, you can so pick your own. the Ultimate Warrior is in Ultimate Warrior regalia. So he's in his full-on Ultimate Warrior war paint. He's got the clothes. He's wearing a singlet, but the singlet is like spray paint color <laughs> like spray painted body the color, color of, of his, his tan skin. skin so the singlet then is like an extension of his like he's wearing a singlet that is the color of his skin so it blends in but then that singlet is adorned with all sorts of different ultimate warrior images and iconography all over him but it he looks, looks ridiculous naked with he looks like naked an because, ultimate warrior symbol yes. on right on his junk and on his booty it's unbelievable how they thought that that it's wild was gonna age at all. I'm gonna say one thing about this <laughs> about this feud between Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior. Say it. They could not pick two people whose outfits complement each other as well as these two. It is a wild explosion. Of 80s wrestling. It is everything it needs but to be. And where... it's called the Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man. Like it is it is so 1980s and it's so it's so over the top. It's wonderful. But that's where I want to stop you. Because Ric Flair exists and he's my best dressed, and he comes out for oh. his match <laughs> in his beautiful robe and his wrestling attire. You can't pick him if you can't tell me the color of the robe. Purple. Okay, well then you can. A hundred percent, I can. It's so purple. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. It's and he wonderful. comes out. He's Rick, and he just immediately, whoo, right in the guy's face. And he's I'm like, it's Ric Flair. <laughs> like, what are we doing? He was the best in his little squad. Was it? Man. Was it in these, or was it? Was it in these three episodes, or was it in actual SummerSlam where he's just slowly in the back and going, woo, woo, and you're like, is he a ghost? Woo. I think it's I think it's at the SummerSlam. I think, I think it's at like, SummerSlam. It actually sounds like Because I, I, I so think we'll they like ask that, him and so I, I think oh, if not, so good. But it's it, to me it's just Ric Flair because whenever Ric Flair good. is gonna like 
The only thing about the Macho Man and the Warriors is that they didn't actually really wrestle until you're talking about that wild suit. But his wild, his suit is even wilder at SummerSlam, which is why I'm going to leave that. But oh, I'd say that they're neck and neck. But it's like it's, it's like wild. that old wrestling where like you the, your costume has to be so wild that I you know. that you imprint on people because they only see you from the crowd so they see that wild costume. Yeah, it's effective. I mean, it is, and then you just see that different. You know, then you got that like more, you know, that Canadian that like Bret Hart energy, and you're like, yeah. okay, it's cool though it's with, his, with his leather jacket. Then Sean, he's so cool. Is you know? smaller and he's more like flamboyant with the costumes, but then like everybody else has their silly like gimmick. But how cool, it's like, cool. and I know it's, it's so cool. cheesy, but how cool is Shawn Michaels' costume right now? Like, coming out, like, with his, like, stupid little glasses and oh, his, like, good. his vest and just share, like, it's just, they all look so, like, they're, they're it, it's all so effective. They're they're playing a part. Right. So, the worst dressed, I, I'm going to go back to the, uh, our friend, the Rebo Man, I just don't. Oh. Uh, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think about the worst dress. I mean, I know... I wrote it, but when I wrote best parentheses worst dress, I kind of meant that it means the same thing. Hmm. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to go with nails because like... Again, we talked about it. Are yeah, you escaped or we not? We did. We, we went through it. So the last thing we're going to leave on this episode, we got a new thing called new shit. And the new shit is these feuds that we think may or may not turn into something later on. So the new shit that we're going to be looking out for in the SummerSlam and beyond... Where's Perfect gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Who's he gonna side with? This is a question we need to know. Two, why did Brett the Hitman Hart stop Papa Shango's voodoo curse? And then why did Brett the Hitman Hart mention it in one of his promos? He said, uh, you know, something about being cursed, and he wasn't worried. I smell I smell some uh slow cooking beef. Maybe not stroganoff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Stroganoff. It didn't come out the way Maybe not stroganoff. <laughs> Sometimes I say things and I wish I could unsay them. Um <laughs> And finally, it's not on the board, but it is something we need to watch out for. Okay. Will Tatanka get those <laughs> fucking feathers back from Rick Martel? Oh my God, I don't know. And will Rick or Sean hit each other in the face? What do you think? It's a question. What do you think? This is what I think. I think that we have a crock pot. I feel. I feel like our base, our base right now of our crock pot for our chili, we're making a chili right now. The base, it's the future. We don't want to make it too spicy. The base is where will Mr. Perfect go because we know we're going to get that resolved. It's going to start cooking. I feel like what you're asking me is just, you know. I think the real question is this. onions at the end. It is absolutely Chekhov's don't hit the other one in the face, right? So the question is who is hitting the other one in the face first? Is the, that's that's the real question on that match. Let me ask you a serious question then. Because mm. you asked me this, and I think I'm going to leave it with this. Because again, my, my pot, I have to go tend to my crock pot of chili. <laughs> what? what Who in the fuck would do a match that you can't hit the other one? It doesn't even make any fucking sense. doesn't make any sense at all. Sure. makes no sense. No, zero sense. No. But they're not supposed to hit each other in the face anyway. It's wrestling. It's not like boxing. That's the point. They're not supposed to do it anyway. They, no, no, they not, don't do it anyway. They're not walking around with black eyes unless they have a black eye. So and then why you know would they that... do it now? They don't do it. It doesn't make any sense. Why would we agree to that? I wonder if the eye pokes count because you know I love a good eye poke. But Boop. like but like we're running around. Not fake. They're running around kayfabe hitting each other in the face. But then we're going to be like, you can hit anyone in the face. But then I've never seen anyone hit someone in the face. And they just have like broken face. That doesn't happen. They don't do that. That doesn't happen. Could you imagine what their faces would look like if like every time they were just kayfabe punching each other, they were actually punching each other, actually gouging their eyes out with their face. do you know that it wouldn't even be that? It would be that there would be like... One show that they can have because some guys are gonna break their fucking hands hitting the guys' faces, and oh, the other guys' faces are gonna be so fucked up that nobody's gonna be able to do anything. This is legitimately you can't punch like you're if you're punching a fit that's bone well, on then, bone. I understand where Sherry's coming from kill because then they really would get all beat up looking, you know, and you don't want your handsome boys looking all beat up. Sherry, I get it. Sherry, I get it. You don't want Sean's face to get all Sherry don't swollen. And, Stand yeah. by your man, Sherry. Stand by your man. You know. You know, Sherry, I would be concerned if I was Sean. I'd be like, why do you care about Rick's face so much? Well, as they say, 
And as we will find out. Anything is possible in the World Wrestling Federation. Sherry, stand by your man. <laughs>